0: Hello beloved and welcome to this evening's message where we are continuing to just take a look at uh, the truth under attack. Uh, this is basically part three and uh, I would like us to just take a little bit of a time to, to look at specifically obviously what the Apostle John wrote in his first letter or his letter to uh, about the truth because I believe it's very important for us to understand, Uh, and the fact that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through Him, and that we need to understand that the reason why the truth is under attack in the world today is because Christ is the truth. The truth always points towards Jesus Christ. Okay, Uh, Within God, there is no lies. God cannot lie because He is holy. So the attack against the truth that we are seeing in in the day and age that we're living in, it's actually been it's always been there, the attack against the truth. Because as long as human beings have been there and human beings are sinful and they live in accordance to this world, they live in accordance to their sinful nature, and they are unsaved and they hate God and they're enemies of God. Uh, people have been enemies of the truth. That's the reality of it. All right, so we are taking a look at the truth under attack. Because I believe that we are living in a time where the church needs to stand up uh, and speak the truth boldly. In First Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, we read, But if I am delayed, now he would like to go and visit, He says, this is Paul speaking, he says, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God. He's actually talking about how you're supposed to conduct yourself in the household of God. Then he says, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of the truth. All right, so the Apostle Paul writes to Timothy how he's supposed to conduct himself in the household of God. Uh, and that household of God is the church of God, which means it refers to the people, those who have been saved, those who are part of God's people. And then he says, the church of the living God and that church, that those people that belong to God, that are basically part of the household of God, they are the pillar and ground of the truth. And, Chances are Paul was referring here to uh, the, the temple of Diana that was in, um, in Ephesus. Uh, this was a magnificent uh, temple of this, this goddess or this idol. And um, it had 127, apparently 127 golden pillars that held up the roof. And it was built on a foundation, basically, of rock. So, if Paul speaks about the church being the, the pillar and the ground of the truth, it basically refers to, to that temple, that the foundation, the ground is basically the foundation. And then these pillars that kept up the roof of this enormous temple. And um, likewise, the church... Those who are saved, those who are part of the household of God, we are the pillars of the truth. So the roof is like the truth, and we are the church. Now, the church is, are the, the, the ground, they are the foundation, uh, but also the pillars of the truth. A solid foundation, how can I say, in the sense of these pillars are put into this foundation, this rock foundation, and then these pillars keep up the roof, which is basically the truth. All right, with that being said, let's just have a word of prayer. Father, we thank you so much that we can come to you in the glorious, wonderful name of Jesus Christ, knowing that the church that you uh, instituted, the church that consists of believers, that the church is basically the, the ground and the the pillars of the truth. Thank you that you've entrusted the truth to us because Christ dwells within us and the Spirit dwells within us and that enables us to speak the truth. So thank you very, very much that we have this enormous responsibility but also this enormous privilege to uphold the truth, uh, to be visible, to be seen and uh, uh, amazing. And thank you, Father, that you said, uh, that Christ said that the, 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 the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. And so if we are the the foundation or the ground and the and the pillars of the truth, oh, well, Father, uh, the gates of hell will not be able to do anything against it. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Help us to understand what we are talking about when we talk about the truth and help us to take it to heart in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, beloved, I, I believe that you understand that the the truth is definitely under attack. Wherever you look, if you look at politics, and this is not just... Uh, politics in a specific country. I believe this is politics worldwide. Um, politics with regards to how certain things have been handled, things that were not that long ago, how they were handled and how they was the people were saying they were following the science, when in fact it was not. It was following ideology and it was following false science. Um, they were following things that were sucked up you know, sucked out of the thumb, but it was basically placed on the table as scientific proof or scientific truth when it was in fact lies. We see worldwide how politicians and certain people in in places of authority, how they blatantly lie, Uh, and they lie on camera, and these things are played back, let's say a, a few weeks or days or hours later or even months later, These things are played back and uh, nothing happens. Uh, People are not taken on. It's small groups here and there that uh, basically ask the question, but this has been a lie. How is it possible that person can still be in power? How can that person still um, represent people if that person is lying so much? You know, so worldwide, this is a phenomenon that is becoming worse and worse and worse. And I believe, and the the reason for that is, the world is, is basically, I believe that God is slowly but surely withdrawing his restraining grace. Slowly but surely he's withdrawing his restraining grace. I believe at a certain stage he's going to withdraw his restraining grace completely so that Antichrist can basically come into power uh, but until then, as God removes His restraining grace and as He judges uh, nations and as He judges people who, who go against His truth, go against His commands, uh, we will see an escalation of lies uh, basically taking over. And obviously, if, it's, it's clear that if people want to defend themselves nowadays, they don't defend themselves with the truth. Uh, it's more and more the reality that people defend themselves with lies. And then when they get away with it, they just continue. You know, just, it's just lie upon lie upon lie upon lie. And those basically, remember what I said before, is strongholds that are built up in people's lives are basically lies. Nah. The one lie just builds upon another lie, builds upon another lie. At the end of the day, there's a stronghold in a person's life built on lies. And when we come with the truth and we speak the truth, then those lies are so strong. Uh, the, the foundation of those lies are so powerful in that person's life. That stronghold is so strong that uh, it's very hard to break that stronghold. But praise God, our weapons are not carnal. No? It's not worldly weapons. They are spiritual and they're powerful. They can cut where nothing else can cut. And the st- power, oh how can I say, the, the, the best spiritual weapon we have is the truth of God's Word. When we bring the truth, it's amazing how the lie, and I'm talking about Satan, who's the father of lies, and those who are on Satan's side, how they also liars, and how those who are on that side, who embrace and love the lie, how they just cannot handle the truth. It's as if they are so negative or say they, they they hate the truth so much that they have to react when they hear the truth. So what they will do is they will try by all means to basically censor out the truth. And you're going to see it in social media. It's already there. Uh, things are said, for example, when things are said that are truth, uh, it will be said that no, it's misinformation or it's um, it's hurtful or whatever, even though it's truth. Even though things might be 100% true, it will be said that it is misinformation. Or in, and, and because they are saying it's misinformation, it will be removed. So the people in the world that has been exposed to the, the lying propaganda that is in the world today, they will not be exposed to the truth so that they can be set free because it's the truth that sets us free. A lie cannot set us free. What a lie does is a lie uh, brings us into bondage and that is heartbreaking, but that's the reality. People that are caught up in lies, people that tell lies, people that live in lies, they are in bondage to the God of this world, to the father of lies, Uh, Who is the devil? Remember, God cannot lie. And God will not lie. Alright, so the scriptures, the word of God is filled with truth. And that truth is there to set us free. So that when we, let's say, for example, I'm caught up in a lie. I'm caught up and and I've I've accepted some other lie that comes from the father of lies. And I am bound by that lie. And now I start reading the scriptures and I listen to the word of God being preached. And I listen to brothers and sisters uh, speaking to me. Then the next moment I realize, but wow, all all these years I've been caught up in a lie. I've accepted this lie as the truth. And now I see that the word of God is showing me that the truth is the opposite of what I believed. Beloved, what then happens is it's the word of God, the truth of God's word, that then sets me free. Absolutely amazing. And this is the thing about the truth and the lie. They stand opposed to one another. You cannot, and listen, I want to say it very clearly you cannot embrace the lie, speak lies, even half truths, or bring uh, white lies to the table and then think that you are somehow embracing the truth as well. A half lie is not half lie and half truth. Uh, A half lie is a lie. Okay? Because the truth is supposed to be 100% the truth, not 50% the truth. Okay? That's how deception works. Deception works like this, that uh, the truth, some truth are placed on the table mixed with a nice amount of lies. Now you must remember that the truth that was put on the table, are no longer the truth. It's no longer what the truth actually says because it's been mixed. It is now something brand spanking new. It's now a half truth. But a half truth is not the truth. It's not the full truth. All right? Because it's been mixed with a lie. So what you have at the end of the day is deceitful misin well, not misinformation but deceitful lies because that truth that was there originally is no longer the truth. All right, now, when we we go to the Gospel, uh, not the Gospel, when we go to the letters of the Apostle John, uh, it's so amazing how he speaks about truth. Now, the Apostle John tells us that we must confess Jesus Christ according to the truth. Okay, And why do we confess, or why should we as believers confess Jesus Christ according to the truth? Because Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. No? You see, we must confess the truth and not deny it. And what is the truth? The truth is that Jesus Christ, or Jesus, is the Christ. That, that's what it is. Okay, is. Uh, let's take, for example, 1 John chapter 2. Verse 22 says, who is a liar but the one who denies that Jesus is the Christ? Right, so how do we know what is a lie? We need to know the truth. Isn't that how it works? I need to know that Jesus Christ or Jesus is the Christ, eh? the Son of the living God. He is the anointed one of God. I, I need to know that. That that should be a a truth that is how can I say in me? That's a truth that I have embraced, that's a truth that I live by, is that Jesus is the Christ. Now, he's the anointed of God. Okay, and now what happens is John tells us, he says, Who is a liar? Uh, a liar is the one that denies that Jesus is the anointed one. So anyone who denies that Jesus Christ is the anointed one, uh, the Christ, nah? that He is the Messiah, that He is the one who became flesh to die for our sin, to, to be buried and ro- rise from the grave and ascend into heaven. Anyone who denies that Jesus Christ is that anointed one that, comes from, that came from God to pay the penalty for our sin, if anyone denies that, Such a person is a liar. Now, obviously, as uh, from a biblical and New Testament perspective, Old Testament perspective, it's it's easy for us to say, no, 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 we talk about false teachers, and we talk about false prophets, and we talk about antichrists, those kind of things. So this is a a false prophet. This is somebody that doesn't teach the truth because uh, such a person that would say, and would deny that Jesus is the Christ, that person would be a false prophet. That's true, beloved. That person is a false prophet, or a false teacher, or a false apostle, or whatever. That's true. We can say without a doubt that a person who denies that Jesus is the Christ is false, is a false prophet. But that person, that denies that Jesus is the Christ, is a liar. That's the reality. That person is a liar. And in Revelation chapter 21, and I think in Revelation chapter 22 as well, but Revelation chapter 21 specifically, it says, uh, no liar can enter the kingdom of heaven. No liar can enter the kingdom of heaven. So, if somebody denies the Lord Jesus Christ, then that person is a is then a liar, and the liar cannot enter the kingdom of heaven, because you have to speak the truth. And that's why the Apostle Paul, I think he said to the Ephesian believers, he said to them, "Do not lie to one another." We need to speak the truth to one another, especially in the church, beloved. We have to be very, very careful to make sure that what we speak is the truth don't deceive people by adding false information or adding lies to to the truth don't don't do that we need to speak the truth in love so that we can edify one another build one another up okay so when we look at how can I say when we look at the lie if we look at lies then Basically, what John is telling us in John first John chapter two, he says, "Who is a liar? the one that denies that Jesus is the Christ, that person is a liar okay that's just one example of of many lies no? it's just one example because what we, what it, we're doing here is or what John is doing here, remember in chapter five he is telling us. At chapter 5, verse 12, 13, he speaks to us about the fact that we can know that we have eternal life. John is laying foundation upon foundation so that at the end of the day, we can have assurance of salvation. All right, so he's telling the truth. He's bringing the truth and he's putting the truth on the table so that we can embrace the truth. So that at the end of the day, we can have assurance of salvation when we get to chapter 5. Right, but what will satan do satan will send his liars to come and to deny that jesus is indeed the christ the son of the living god okay but then john continues as well he he doesn't just stop there that we must confess the truth uh, and and um not deny it okay we we should um, how can i say confess the truth knowing That if we say the opposite of what the truth is, we are lying and we shouldn't be lying. Okay, but the truth is also that Jesus Christ came in the flesh. Listen to 1 John chapter 4, uh, verse 2. It says, Every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Ah, this is amazing. So every spirit who confesses that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh is from God. Okay, so what we are actually saying, or what John is actually saying, is John is saying that we have to embrace the truth that Jesus Christ, when he came to earth, he was God incarnate. He was God in the flesh. It is God because it's Jesus Christ, it's Jesus, the anointed one that came from God, because He's the second person of the Trinity. So, the second person of the Trinity became flesh, or He took on flesh, okay, through the birth, um, virgin birth of Mary. All right, so He took on flesh and blood and He dwelled among us, and that was God among us. All right, so there are people, obviously today that's, that will say, no, that's not true. Jesus did not come in the flesh. Now, if somebody says that, that's a lie, by the way. And if somebody says that, that person is not from God. Okay? So, the opposite is then obviously true, that everyone who says, and, and he speaks about every spirit who confesses. now. Nah? So, every spirit, every person who confesses that Jesus Christ Uh, came in the flesh, is from God. And those who say he did not, is not from God. And obviously, uh, such a person is from the devil, because the devil is the liar. So this is all about confession. John wants to tell us that when we confess that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, if we confess that, it means We are from God. It it means that we are born of God. We we have been regenerated by the Spirit of God. We are a new creature in Christ. And we've embraced the fact that God become became flesh in the person of Jesus Christ to come and save sinners like us. Okay, now in John chapter one, verse 14 we read, And the word became flesh and dwelled among us, and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Ah, oh, this is beautiful. Ne? So, the Word became flesh. Who's the Word? The Word is Jesus Christ. He became flesh. Flesh, uh, He dwelled among us. That's God incarnate, God that became flesh. And we beheld His glory, John says. We We could see that... This is the God-man. okay, And and he says, The glory as of the only begotten of the Father, which means the unique, one-of-a-kind Son of God. It's not that Jesus Christ is, is, is born in the sense of He's a created being, or He's created. No, that's not what it means. Uh, to be the only begotten of the Father, which me- means that He's the only one, one-of-a-kind there's nobody else like jesus christ okay and he is he comes from the father so the father sends the son who's absolutely unique in every single way and fashion okay and he's full of grace and full of truth full of grace why because he's the one who would come to die for the sins of sinners But he's also full of truth. Why? Because he is the way and the truth and the life. And no one can come to the Father except through Jesus Christ. Oh, beloved. It's so so absolutely awesome. Okay. So we must confess the truth, not deny it. Okay. And, And what is that truth? That Jesus is the Christ. He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. Okay, so if you deny that, you are a liar. But if you embrace that and you confess it and you proclaim it, then you are of God. Basically, that's what it means. But then John also says that the truth is that Jesus Christ has come in the flesh, which means the incarnation. And by the way, the incarnation is much, much more than what I have touched on now. Okay, much more to the doctrine of the incarnation. But it boils down to the fact that God became flesh. Dwelled among human beings and died for our sin in the person of Jesus Christ. Alright. Absolutely amazing. Now, when we look at the at first John, we also see that John reveals to us that truth should not only be in a book. You know, we shouldn't just find truth in the Bible and say, Oh yeah, 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 it's in the Bible. No, what needs to happen is truth, and and obviously truth is found in the person of Jesus Christ, everything that surrounds Jesus Christ, everything that was put in place so that Jesus Christ could be born at exactly the right time, okay, so all that happens right from Genesis chapter 1 right through to the book of Revelation, um, right at the end where we have a new heaven and a new earth, and we are in the new Jerusalem with the... With, with God Almighty, that is amazing. Right? But th- those truths about who Jesus is and all the r- truth that surrounds Christ, it should live in our hearts and in our lives. It shouldn't be just in the book. Obviously, it comes from the Bible. It comes from the Word of God. And we embrace it because it comes from the Bible and the Bible is the truth. The Bible speaks the truth. That's why we receive it from God's Word and we embrace it and we we accept it. 1 John 2 verse 24 says, Let that abide in you which you heard from the beginning. Okay, so it's the whole idea of the truth should not only be in the book, in the Bible, in the Word of God. No, no, no. It should abide in us we should make it our own we should embrace it and we should you know just hold, not just hold on to it but we should enjoy it with everything that's in us we we should grab onto it we should hold on to it we should uh, say to one another you know what i don't want anything else but the truth that i have found in god's word that, that's what i want that's what i want to embrace. That's what I what I love. Okay? So, John reveals to us that truth should not only be in a book, but it should be in our hearts and it should be in our lives. Okay? We should allow it to abide in us, which means we embrace it. We make it our own. And basically that which we heard from the beginning. Uh, those things that has been revealed to us by the prophets and the, the apostles of the Bible. Those things we are supposed to abide by, we are supposed to embrace, we are supposed to, to take to heart and to listen to and then apply it in our lives. Okay, I hope that makes sense. Uh, what I'm going to do now is, I'm, this is where we're going to end because uh, I've actually gone a little bit slower than what I th- hoped I would be doing. Beloved, it's so amazing that you and I, that we can embrace the truth, that we can live in accordance to the truth, that we can know the truth, because the truth is in the person of Jesus Christ. And as long as the world hates Christ, the world will hate us as well. We can't expect that the world is going to hate Jesus, but love us. No, the only way that we can get the world to love us is if we compromise. That's the only way. We've got to water down the truth. We have to mix the truth with lies or we have to water down the truth to basically nothing. But as long as we speak the truth, the world will hate us. Okay, We will be persecuted. We will experience um, hatred from the world because... They hated Christ first. Even God's people, they rejected Him. Eh? It's not just the Gentile world. It's, it's the Jewish people. They also rejected Jesus Christ. Okay. So this evening message is just a message to, to encourage us to hold on to the truth. Reject the lie, beloved. Reject it with everything that's in us. And remember that you and I, the church, uh, not, not a building, but us as human beings who are indwelled with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit comes and dwells us the day that He saves us, when He regenerates us, the Holy Spirit comes and dwells within us. And it is us who are indwelled by the Holy Spirit who are the pillars and the ground um, for the truth, which means we are the ones who basically Uh, uphold the truth before the world so the world wants the lies to to basically triumph they want lies to be everywhere they want to saturate the world with their lies because their father is the devil and he's the father of lies but then here comes the church and what is the church the church is like a foundation, a strong foundation built on the rock Jesus Christ, with these pillars that keeps up the truth, so that everybody can see it, and that's who we are, and that's what we are supposed to do, is to, to bring the truth, to the world so they can see it clearly, very very clearly, and that's, our calling, that's what God expects from us, or that's what God wants from us, and we need to do it with. With boldness we need to do it with joy, we need to do it with how can I say with with a gratefulness that we are allowed we are so privileged obviously it's a great responsibility as well, but we are so privileged to know the truth because we can go to scripture and learn we can go to scripture and see what the truth is, and then abide in that truth we can allow that truth to to come in and, and 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 take its place of of dwelling in us and then we can live in accordance to that truth so that wherever we go we can uplift the truth for everyone to see and wherever we see the lie we can bring the truth and basically uh, the truth will set people free and uh, by the way we know Jesus Christ is truth the way the truth and the life And the gospel is all about Jesus Christ, his death, burial, resurrection, his ascension and his return. That's what the the gospel is all about. And that's the amazing thing that we have this truth that we can take to the world. And it's amazing that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. So when we bring the truth of the gospel to the world, God will use it to save sinners and to bring them into the kingdom of God so that they too can embrace the truth, live by the truth, Enjoy the truth, uh, abide by the truth, and allow the truth to settle in their hearts and their minds. And then, um, how can I say, also uh, prop not propagate but proclaim the truth as far and as wide as possible, wherever they, they go. People, God's people, uh, will share the truth that they have, which is the Lord Jesus Christ, now in the first place, the way, the truth, and the life, but also they will share the truth that is written in God's word. Absolutely amazing. Beloved, let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for your truth. Thank you that we can abide in your truth. Thank you that Jesus Christ is the truth. And thank you so much, Father, that we can live in accordance to your truth. Oh, Father, we pray enable us to to do it more and more and more so that the truth may be upheld uh, so that everybody can see that truth and then come to the the knowledge of the truth which is to come to the knowledge of f- in faith in uh, in Jesus Christ embrace the gospel this we pray in jesus precious name amen beloved thank you very much for listening we pray that the Lord will bless you and keep you that His face may shine upon you and that He will give you His peace as you live and dwell in the truth and reject the lie. God willing, until next time, bye-bye.